Ever feels right, nothing else ever feels right. Welcome back to Cam's Time Capsule. Um, I kind of wanted to sing the whole song, but I thought I'd probably lose a couple of listeners. That was 24 by Kanye off um, Donda. Um, that song was like number three in my like Spotify last year. That that first bit just oh, makes me feel something. Emotional song. Um, yeah, real good song. Underrated. Go back and listen to it. Um, I'm ho- hopefully that uh, that first snippet got you all uh, got you all involved. Um, welcome back to the podcast. Had a week off last week, scheduling issues. Um, today I am solo. Am solo. Had more scheduling issues. Just everyone I'm trying to organise with gets too drunk and then he's too hungover the next day. So that's usually the biggest issue. But I am planning on. Probably over the next six weeks, I'm going grind time, and I'm going to try to smash out as many during the week type of thing, Um, but I just want to get another solo one in, because two weeks without a podcast, I'd probably feel shit about myself, and if I'm hot, strike while the iron's hot, stay motivated, stay killing it, so um, that's it. Um, Usually start off with a bit of music, what I've been listening to. Um, At the moment, push a T. I've never been a big Pusha T fan in my life, but um, I've been listening to from his old from his new album. It's almost dry. I think I might have said that in my last thing, but then I've gone back to listen to Daytona, and I remember listening to that back in the day. But that is a really good album. It's only twenty. How long? It's only. Oh, oh no! It's about twenty. I clicked on the wrong one. It's twenty-one minutes long, so it's not a long album. But the songs, like, they just go hard. They work really well with each other. Pretty sure Kanye produced the album. And it's when Kanye was doing his seven-minute, seven-song albums and just really smashing that. Um, so, been getting into him. Um, I've listened to him a fair bit. I've got um, Tyler, the creator, coming up in, I think, about a month and a bit's time. He's coming in July, sometime in July. So... Like, I haven't listened to Tyler in a while. I used to froth him. I still love him a lot, but just haven't been listening to him as much. So I've got to really start getting back into my Tyler Creator grind just so when I'm at the concert, I know what to rap. I know what to say. So 
him. I think it was Jack Harlow coming up as well. I'm pretty well versed in all his music, but I bought the tickets before he blew up that extra bit. So before like um, first class, that's on his. That's on his ass. That's on his ass. And now, go me and Bryce are going. Shout out my boy Bryce. We'll be coming up on the podcast soon, but we're going, and it's just gonna be. I thought it was just going to be like rat fans. Now it's just going to be just thotties, just wanting Jack. Jack Harlow is now overrated. Um, I never thought he was good looking. He looks like that, um, the the half goat, half man from Narnia. I'm sure you've seen that meme around. His facial hair, like I don't have good facial hair, but his is not nice. And I, I don't know why he gets away with it. Um, and now he's trying way too hard. Like, he thinks he's, like, sexy. Like, Jack, come on, man. Be a bit be a bit more humble. A bit more humble, Jack. So, there's me calling out Jack Harlow just to, um, just to pull his head in a little bit. Not like, but he's just, when he's, like, grabbing his cock and stuff now, like, that ain't you, Jack. Stop trying to be someone you're not. Um, so that's what I'm listening on the music front. Um... About, yeah, about that. Denzel Curry's new album is okay. A few songs out of that I liked. But look. Nah. And then still um, Kendrick's album from that coming out. So three songs I like best of that. Die Hard, Father Time's my favorite, and Count Me Out. Those three are the uh, are my favorites. The rest, nothing really. Um, it's okay. Very just mid-album. Just like an okay album. Like, I don't know if he's... I'm not going to say Kendrick's past it, but just, um, I don't, I wasn't expecting it to be the masterpiece of like To Pimp a Butterfly or Good Kid, Mad City. Um, I think he might have just had a bit too much time off. I don't know, but it is a good album. Um, podcast I've been listening to, I'm just going to just run off some content I've been consuming just to give some recommendations. Um, The Old Man in the Three with JJ Reddick. Listen to that new one with Stephen A. Smith. That is, if you're a basketball fan, or just listen to that. That is great, great content. Um, so shout out to uh, JJ Reddick and uh, Stephen A. Smith. That is a really, really good podcast. Real, I uh, think you should listen to that. On movies, movies, Hustle, Adam Sandler's new one. I'm sure most of you have watched it. It's another basketball one. Really good. Really, really good. I think Adam Sandler's finally realized... Nobody wants to see him dressed up as a woman and play, like, those movies, like, he had those, like, about five years there when those Netflix movies were coming out and towards the back end of just the other movies, terrible, like, terrible movies, like, if you can tell me you can sit through Ridiculous 6, like, you can sit through that entire movie and enjoy it, you're, like, four years old, um... I can't even remember the other ones. Like the do-over, I think. I remember watching that one. Shit house. All of them are shit house. And then Un- Uncut Gems was good. Was good. So and he was playing a more serious character. His accent in that movie pissed me off. So in this one he just plays more of himself, which is pretty much all he ever does, is just play himself or like a slight variation of himself. Like in this one he's playing himself if he was an NBA agent. So But it's really, really good. On NBA Scout. Really, really good. Watch it. Um, I'm happy with Adam Sandler's transition into making movies like this. 
instead of Jack and Jill. Um, one Adam Sandler movie that I do like, That's My Boy, that is really funny. But that is like, it's a, it's a shit movie. Like, you're not really going to, like, I'm not going to recommend that to someone because it can quite easily be like the stupidest movie of all time. But that is, that's a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine where I'll say that's a funny movie even though I know how shit it is. Um, TV shows, The Kenobi Show, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, if you like Star Wars, I'm sure you've already watched it. It's good, but it's just cheesy as fuck. Really cheesy. Um, yeah, and then on YouTube, there's this uh, this stand-up special I watched on YouTube. His name is Stavros Halikias. Um, he's got, he put a one-hour special up on YouTube, and oh man, he's so funny. So, so funny. He's like this fat, bald dude. Like, he's bald in. Like, I reckon you... He's, he's been popping around on TikTok and stuff like that. He's getting bigger. And I saw it. Oh, I highly recommend it. Stavros Halkias. H-A-L-K-I-A-S. It's his hour special. Highly, highly recommend watching that. That is so funny. So, so funny. Um... And then the other day, I just watched, we, I was at a friend's house and we were watching funny, like, Australian Idol um, and American Idol auditions. And I don't know how, I think they were fake. I think we, I know the, the American Idol ones were so over the top. I just, ha- they have to be fake. And I don't know how these people, but watch them. They're so funny, but I don't know how these people are clearing this shit to be on TV, like, there was some, like, Simon Cowell is, like, laughing in their fucking face, laughing in their face, and then, what, they just sign it and be like, yeah, I'll be on TV, I want to embarrass myself like that, so, obviously, the goat of that, the greatest audition is the, uh, when your mum tells you to bring your little brother on, like, I want to put your hands on your body, come on, baby, or your buddy, that one. That is obviously the funniest, like, video of all time. Um, so, watched, yeah, and as, as well, Thank God You're Here. Was watching a bit of Thank God You're Here old clips. That show, they should bring that show back. I don't know why they don't. That would be a great business move by Channel 10. Bring back uh, Thank God You're Here. Because, look, it's kind of like um, Have You Been Paying Attention? And that's the best show on TV. That's the only show on, like, free-to-air TV that, like, is any good. Front Bar's pretty good as well, but besides that, they should bring back Thank God You're Here. That show was, a cl- like, a timeless classic, um, and I'll definitely watch that. Stop doing, like, we don't need another um, Bachelor in Paradise. I think The Bachelor's almost run its course. Um, I'm personally not tuning in. I think Big Brother, the novelties died off again. Because when Big Brother came back, everyone was like, oh my god, Big Brother's back, woo! And now the novelty's dry, died off, and you're like, oh, I don't care. Um, Married at First Sight, that usually pops off, but I don't know how they're going to get go bigger this year. They always want to go bigger, and I don't know how they're going to do it. So, bring back Thank God You're Here, that's my call. And, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think, um, I don't know. I think it, people might struggle with being, because when I was watching it, 
there's some shit, there's some jokes on there, like, super funny, but people get shitty about these days. I feel like people just get shitty about it more often these days, so that could be an issue, but have been paying attention, it's very similar, so would love them to bring it, thank God you're here back. Um, other things in my life, we've got, um, we've got the Mr. Dymo coming up, and so I'm kind of on my, let's shred at the moment. So I've been just smashing the Stairmaster at the gym. Get on the Stairmaster. You just I'll, I'll watch like a podcast or something, or like just for like, and just smash it for like forty minutes. My legs are cooked afterwards. I just want to. I just wrote that in my notes. Stairmaster King. Get on it. It is sick. Um, not much else to say about that. Um, got a bit of a sports talk. Just want to talk about bit of sports stuff, because I like talking about sport, um, start off with footy over the weekend, I don't see Melbourne in any trouble, I think, um, I think when the time, it happened last year, in the middle of the year, they lost a couple games, and everyone was like, oh, they're no good, they're no good, Melbourne will be fine once it comes finals, they don't need to be peaking right now, We've show, they've shown how good they are, the whole Stephen May thing will just blow over. Jake Mulgrew's not going to play anyway. Like, it's not... It's all just going to blow over. Melbourne will still w- win the premiership. That is... I can put a guarantee on it. Guarantee. Um, Brisbane, second best team, but nowhere near Melbourne. Nowhere near Melbourne. Um, Richmond, just quick to... We're, we're moving well. Moving nicely. Just beat Port Adelaide. I think... I went to the game, and it was dead... So, so dead. Like, no energies. Like, 20-something, like, 20,000 people there. The I think the Thursday night thing ruins it a bit. Because, like, nobody wants to go out on a Thursday. But they've got, like, next week, on our two weeks, Richmond-Geelong playing at three uh, 2.30 on a Saturday. Like, put that on a Friday night. Why are you... They, if there's a rolling fixture, why is the rolling fixture so shit? Why nobody's going to be able... Not many people get to a free at 2.30 on a Saturday. Like, I'm not going... Put it on the Saturday night and people will go. Fix your scheduling, AFL. That's my thing. And then, um, yeah, it's all about footy. Um, basketball. It's I'm filming right before game five at the moment. So it's 2-2. I'm going for Boston. Just because fuck Golden State. Um, not fuck up, but they've won before. I'd like to see someone, I'd like to just see Boston win. Even though they've been like so, like they're such a successful club. I like Tatum, I like Brown. Honestly, I kind of like the Warriors as well. Like Wiggins, I'm a T-Wolves man. Wiggins is one of T-Wolves, would like to see him win. Um, just on the Draymond Green hate that he's been copping lately. Personally, I see a... I have a connection to Draymond Green. I think on my um, Division Three Wednesday night basketball team, I'm kind of the Draymond of that team. Um, I get the rebounds. I get the assist. I'm a I'm decent defender. Not a great... Like, I don't... Scoring's not my number one thing. And I'm, like, undersized big man. Um, I, talk, I talk some shit. I got a podcast like Draymond. So I, I feel a bit of a spiritual connection to Draymond. He's probably... I'm probably the Wednesday night um, Division Three Diamond Valley basketball like equivalent of Draymond Green, so I don't want so, and I have my bad games as well, 
So just shouting out Draymond because I know he impacts. I know he impacts games. I impact him as well sometimes, but can't be your day every day. So thinking of you, Draymond. Um, I'm on your side. I'm on Draymond's side. Um. So I've just written down some. When I'm because I'm not trying to do the stand up thing as well. Whenever I just have a weird thought, I just write it down and I'm like, it's rather I'll say it on the podcast or I'll try write a joke out of it. So these are all kind of um, things I've written down, maybe to make a joke or maybe just to say on the podcast, just because they're kind of funny. They're kind of like my sh- kind of a shower thought, a weird thought I have. Um, the first one is why is it such a thing like burgers and milkshakes? Like, why are they places? Like, so Betty's Burgers just opened up in Plenty Valley, and it's like burgers and milkshakes. And, bur- like, it's all burgers and... They, they don't mix. I never finish a fucking burger and go, mmm, I can't wait for a milkshake. I can't wait for a chocolate milkshake. Chuck down this greasy burger with a fucking milk... Are you kidding me? They don't mix. They don't mix at all. And, like, I've never actually ordered a milkshake. Does anyone order milkshakes from these places? Especially those, like, the ones you see on Instagram, and they're, like, the huge 16,000-calorie milkshake with fairy floss, and then, like, the side of the cup is drizzled in caramel, so you can't even put your hand on it, and then there's, like, 16 Oreos sticking out of it, and then, like, nobody's, you know, nobody's drink, nobody finishes a burger and looks at that fucking thing and goes... Mm, can't wait to wash this down with it. Like, seriously, if anyone has ever done that, ordered a milkshake from one of those places, let me know. Because I seriously don't believe it actually happens. I don't believe it. Um, and I think it's just the thing from America. Like, it's an American diner thing. But nobody in their right mind is getting a milkshake after getting a burger. They don't mix. They do not mix. And those freak shakes, those big, they're just, they're, they're stunt food. The milkshake would taste the same as any other milkshake. Putting all this extra shit on the side and having to pay $16 for it? Please. You're you're kidding yourself. You are kidding yourself. So, burgers and milkshakes together, it's a bad business move. And I love a burger as much as the next guy. But bad, bad business move. You're just wasting money on milk. And milk goes off. Milk does... Milk... Yeah. So... Whoever's idea that was, I would rethink. And now everyone's just trying to go with the flow. Like, that's what everyone does. I want to see the sales of these milkshakes. Show me the milkshake sales. Um, I saw a drive through Ferguson Play. Um, I don't really know how to feel about that. It makes me feel a bit funny inside. Um, we don't need it. When are you driving and you go, mm, could go for a chocolate eclair? No, no, no. You, the, the drive-through is for fast food. It's for warm, fast food. You don't, Ferguson Player, you're trying too much. I think it's the wokeness culture has gone too far and has pushed Ferguson Player, a bakery place, a shit bakery place on that, firstly. I actually went there on, was it Mother's Day, maybe? And I thought, I'm going to get my mum a little cake. No, no, they have nothing there. Go to your normal bakery. 
Ferguson player is trying to be something. It's not. And it's not even a... It's a shit bakery. It's a real shit bakery. I wouldn't... Do not recommend. And drive through Ferguson players. The only thing I can kind of feel is like a pie. Like, you could probably get a pie there. Like, but... No. Don't miss me with that bullshit. Ferguson player, you gotta... You gotta realize who you are. You're being like the burgers in the milkshake place. You're trying to be something you're not. And I can tell you, like... Not many people are going to be going through that drive through coffee place unless I just thought of this now. Coffee. People, I think they probably do coffee there and a better coffee than a Macca's coffee. So I could be proven wrong. I could be this whole past three minutes could be wrong. But still, don't go. Who's going to drive through and go, yeah, could I have a, a chocolate eclair? Could I have a, a Long John? No, 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 thank you. No, thank you, Ferguson player. Let's stop this. Uh, Trying to be something you're not. Um, this is another one I thought. Sour is the childhood spicy. When you're when you're younger, like you would have like a warhead, and it's like now going to Nando's getting extra hot. Like, oh, look, he's having a warhead. Like when you're a child, eating something sour was the equivalent to eating something spicy now. Um, and then as we got older. Sour, the sour taste has just kind of left everyone's palate. I had some sour, sour worms the other day. It was the first time I had anything like that in a while. Um, and I was wondering, when was the last time I had a warhead? Like, what's the acceptable age to have a warhead? If I'm 18 and I'm eating a warhead, do you think anyone wants to hang out with me? I don't think so. But if I'm... If I'm 12, I think it passes. 14? I would feel weird if I saw 14-year-olds sharing a pack of warheads. I think, um... Yeah, I, what's that? What? Let me know what you think the age that a war, you could eat a warhead. Because I don't think... If I saw some, one of my friends at the moment eating a warhead, I would, I would not want to hang out with them. I would not want to hang out with them. As well, like... And when you're younger, I remember when, when I would have been like maybe six or so, and we had the, or maybe seven, and we had the, um, the Diamond Creek Town Fair. That was like one of my favorite days of the year, the town fair. Mum would give me some money. I'd go buy a show bag. And I remember my brother had warheads in his, um, in his show bag. But we were like, these are too sour. We were all pussies. We couldn't, we couldn't smash some warheads. But so we thought, oh, we'll put them in water, because we thought it would get like rid of the. And it worked. And we thought we had just like created something crazy by just like putting the warheads in water and letting most of the sour go. It was still a little bit sour, but you know how when you would have a warhead, like the end flavor was actually nice. It just had to get rid of that sour point at the start. So it did that. And we thought we were geniuses. Um, so I would actually like to know what Warhead... Three things I would like to know. The milkshake sales at these burger and milkshake places. Um, what are the sales from the Ferguson player drive through And a Warhead sale right now. What's the demographic? Is I don't think... If you're 15 and over, maybe 16. If you're 15, you can have a Warhead. Oh... 
an undeveloped 15-year-old. I think when I was 15, I was still out of puberty, I would have been able to sneak a couple warheads. But I think once you hit that puberty, you gotta you got to stop wearing... you got to stop uh, with those warheads. It's just... Just move on. You got to move on to something new. I think. I think. Um, here's another one. Oh, and an, oh, I thought this the other day. What's the acceptable age? What's the oldest you can be wearing a jersey to the footy? I saw this the guy the other day running pretty much the full kit. Had skins on, shorts and skins, and a jersey, and he was like fifty. And I just thought. Oh, if that was my dad, I would I would have ran away a long, long time ago. Um, so I think I think when you're younger, you don't realize you can just do anything you want with no repercussions. I could wear a jersey to the footy. I could smash some warheads, and there's no there's no repercussions. And then when you do go through puberty, you think the only thing that's changing is your body and like, but. I, I wish the last time I wore a, ju- a jersey to the footy, um, I wish I knew it. I, w- I wish I knew. And I think that's the same. If you're, especially just the jersey, if it's like later months getting hot and you're running just the jersey, single it. Oh, man. You've, you've got some issues. I, I can promise you, you've never spoken to a woman in your... If you see a, a guy older than 16 wearing just the footy jersey to the to the footy they have never spoken to a woman in their life i can guarantee that they're probably going to get their face painted outside the game as well children i tell you children um the other thing i was thinking of um evie went through a bit of an m&m phase recently i think it was like two days where she was just listening to m&m and we said if he died if he died like 10 years ago his legacy would have been so much better. Like, he would have been remembered as more of a great than, like, you hear him bloody making songs right now and he's just become a meme. So, I was thinking, who else could that apply for? And I could only think, I could think of, on the other hand, I think someone like on him dying helped his legacy because... He was actually a horrible human being. He had, like, charges. He had heaps of allegations, like... And eventually, he was just going to get... And, like, he was, like... He was, like, bashing... Like, he was not a good person. There's actually a doco about him at the moment. And I can't watch it because it's only an American thing. But I was watching, like, a video on it on YouTube. And, like, he's not a nice person. He, um... So, him dying actually helped his legacy. Um... And... So, I think, like... If Will Smith died before, um, before the Oscar thing, imagine his legacy. That's Will Smith died out while he was on top. I think it's when you die when you're on top, and Eminem was on top, and he really kept trying to like be something. Like now, his albums, like I don't think anyone could name any. If you can name an Eminem song for the past ten years. Since maybe, uh, uh, I'm friends with the monster. Sir. If you can name a song that he maybe rap god is, I think that's the same album or whatever. Since that album, if you can name an Eminem song with it, like off the top of your head, I will, I will give you fifty bucks. And that is a that's a bet I'm putting out to the rest of you. If you can find, if you know an Eminem song, 
off the top of your head past that album. Couldn't tell you what album it is. If you know what's an Eminem song from Revival, I think you are... I think you need some professional help. I'll say that. You need some professional help. You need someone to just guide you through life, really. Um, so, look, I used to love Eminem. When I was, I said this on Artie's podcast, when I was in year seven, I watched 8 Mile and I made it change my persona- personality for like a good six months. Um, I was like, I'm going to become a rapper. I'm going to be like Eminem. I let it really change. And I had this beanie on it. I had this beanie. And it was like an all-white beanie. And it just said like, I think it said left on it. And I remember taking a photo. I put it in black and white. And I was like, um, and I was like, oh, I look so sick. This one's got, it was like a selfie. But I had the beanie on. And I was like, oh, this is going to be my album cover. (laughs) My first album. And yeah. I wish I could... I might actually try and get my iPod touch up and um, I want to have a look at... to see if I have that photo. Because that that is... I used to take some... I remember in year seven, I would take some embarrassing selfies. And I remember I... I think as soon as I left, maybe got to year eight, I was like, why the fuck have I been taking... Like, what... Deleted them all. But I... I'm going to go through my iPod Touch and I'm going to look for something because I I was a cringe, cringeworthy kid. So cringeworthy. I really want to find... That's why I'll make the post on uh, Instagram. I'll go on my iPod Touch and I'll um, I'll find something cringeworthy. Because, man, me from like... Here's how my life went. From grade... Look, primary school, you can be cringeworthy. You're in primary school. Year 7 to about year 9, I was cringeworthy. Then from like year 10 to 12, maybe year out, I was just a fuckwit. I was just stupid. And then I think from maybe that year after high school, I think I'm a respectable human being now. But that's how my life is kind of thing. Um, and my last thing is um, having an obscure Instagram name it doesn't make you indie, like, it just, everyone's, like, I feel like people just made their Instagram name, Butterfly, Roses, Daffodil, or it's, like, just something silly, I don't want to, I don't want to say any examples, because I don't want to call anyone out, but you all know, you know what I'm talking about, having a weird, obscure Instagram name doesn't make you indie, every, every second bitch has got a obscure Instagram name and a nipple piercing, it doesn't, it doesn't make you any different. It makes you similar. It puts you in that type of just, now you are following the crowd. Posting your nipple piercing on Instagram doesn't make you edgy or indie and just having your in your bio, your name as something weird just because that's what everyone else does. Because that's, it's the opposite of indie now. It's, uh yeah. So I think everyone had a phase when like, changing their Instagram name to something cool because, uh, not cool, but like indie because they're from, they're from, um, Fitzroy and they're indie now. And then they got nip, they also have nipple piercings. So shout out to those people. Uh, maybe don't shout out. Well, yeah, I'm not a hater. No, no hate, no hate. Um, and then I just checked up on my Instagram before just a few, just to fill out the thing, a few, um, a uh, few questions, just what, uh, so I got, 
a few here. Um, someone said, why don't I wear glasses anymore? So if you didn't know from pro- in primary school to like halfway through year seven, I wore glasses. I was this chubby little nerd kid with glasses. People used to call me Theodore from Elvin and the Chipmunks. I had really chubby cheeks and I fucking hated it. I hated it so. And now anytime Elvin the Chipmunks is brought up, I just have this this PTSD of people calling me Theodore from Elvin the Chipmunks. So the chubby had these glasses. It fucking it pissed me off so hard. So that's why I hate Elvin the Chipmunks. But yeah, wore glasses for from probably prep to year seven. And why don't I wear them anymore? Well, in year seven, I was like, I want to be, I, I want to be cool. I don't want to be theater anymore. So I got contacts and I wore contacts for, I reckon, three months. And then I realized if I didn't put the contacts in, because it was such a pain in the ass to put them in. So actually three months is a stretch. I can about two weeks I put them in for. And then like I would try put them in, I would, I would, it would be so hard to put them in that um, I would just be like, I would try. And if I couldn't put them in, I would just go to school. And then after a while, um, my mum and dad found out that I wasn't putting them in. And they were like, are you fine to see? And I'm like, yeah. And then from that point on, I never wore glasses or contacts again. Just because I was stubborn and <laughs> didn't put them in. Put my contacts in. I didn't want to. Um, and then I had my eyes tested. And they were like, if you're fine, you're fine. So I haven't had my eyes tested in a long time. I actually don't remember anyone ever saying to me, your eyes are fine. Like, you don't need glasses. But I reckon I got tested in year nine and nobody, no, no repercussions from that. So I could be just living my life fully blind. or it's, I don't know. I never thought I actually needed glasses either. I never was like, shit's blurry. I never thought that. Um, they just said you needed them. And I was like, oh, all right. And then I wore glasses. I always my, I always thought my vision was fine. And, you know, it's a big conspiracy theory. Big, maybe I just couldn't read. Maybe I just couldn't read the, the letters because I was stupid. But, yeah, that's why I don't wear glasses anymore. Um, a few more things we got. Um... Uh, bear versus a lion, who wins? I think a bear, a big, if we're talking the biggest bear, like a big grizzly, I think that beats anything. It's too, it's got too many weapons. Like those big paws are like, I reckon it would swipe down. The lion would jump on it and I think the bear would just swipe down. Smack, and I don't even think, I think a tiger would beat a lion, honestly. I don't know if that's a... A big call, but I think a big, a better matchup would be a bear versus a gorilla, because a gorilla's just got like, like a big daddy gorilla, via bear. I think the gorilla's just got that strength, and I think if a gorilla got a hand onto the bear just to punch a right hook, I can that bear is uh, he's hitting the floor. So I think a gorilla would actually win. Thing, um, there's a few silly ones in here. Well, um, he said Bukaki. I don't think we'll have to talk about... That doesn't interest me, Bukakis, to be honest. Um, so I'll skip that one. Most men like bums, but poo is gross. I agree with that. I'm a I'm an advocate for bums on female... On 
but I'll be careful what I say here. I like bums. I'm a bum man over a boob man. I think as you mature in... This is getting silly. I'm sorry about this, guys. Um, as you mature, you, te- you st- everyone when they're younger is a boob man, and when they mature, they turn into a bum man. But poo is gross. I do not like poo. I don't know why... I don't know what it is about bums that just draws draws attention but yeah like but why do i actually have a really firm ass my ass is like i can squat a fair bit of weight i have a real perky up their ass but nobody ever compliments it why i've got a i got a good ass i got a good ass but why don't girls aren't girls attracted to nice bums or are they could someone let me know because why is it that males are attracted to bums but Girls aren't, and but a bum like having sex in the ass is like a gay thing. So we answer the hard hitting questions here. Um, best moment of your life. Um, off the top of my head, something that's given me like the most when I was like most joyful or happy was when twenty seventeen Richmond won the grand final, and like calling my dad and calling my brother, like just we did it, woo. Because the amount of pain and like it was a shock that it actually happened. That was probably best moment. Um, but as in terms of, I think that's best moment. If we're talking just a single moment, the most joy I felt would be from that. Um, strategy, if I was in jail, I think I wouldn't talk to anyone. I think I would just stick to myself. I'd probably get, actually, nah, I would have to. I would get really jacked, um, and just because, like, I, that's all I can do all day, do that, and maybe just get in with a crew of just, like, I don't know, I'd, I'd go in there and fill it out first, look, I'm, all I'm thinking of is, like, American jail, but if it's, like, an Australian jail, I'm sure, like, I would, there'd be someone that I could get along with, I'd make a few, just one or two close mates, to just like pass the time, get really jacked, and I would be, a, I'm a suck up, I would just like try to get out early on good behavior, I would just like, I wouldn't want to be in jail, so I would just suck up their ass, do whatever they say, I wouldn't fight anyone, I'm scared of fighting, um, I'd probably, I think I can get jobs in there, can't just like that, I'll do whatever I can do to get out as early as possible, um, and then... Yeah, that's all I got from those ones. That's all the questions. I got one final thing I want to say. And I said this at the end because I was scared. But in the Artie podcast, I asked, when was the last time you cried? And then someone came out and called me out in person and was like, that wasn't the last time you cried. And I was like true because I, I think i spoke about when my dog died but i'd cried since then and so i was like you know what i'll be honest and the actual last time i did cry over new years um i'd covered and like there was this one day so i was like with my mates in the covid house the whole time and then i went home and for one day and because i was just on such a high from like partying and stuff and i was just sitting at my home all alone, had partied for like a fair few days straight, and I was just sitting home alone, and like my house was quiet, it was empty, and then um, a basketball player I liked 
Anthony Simons. His grandpa just died. I had him in my fantasy team, and I was really, like, loving him. And he dropped 43 points on the game, like, after his grandpa died. And he was, like, crying in his post-match thing, and that made me tear up. I was, like, not weeping, but I was tearing up. I think a couple of tears went down my cheek. Um, and I think that was just a, a thing of both... Um, like being on such a high from being away and then just that. And it was a combination of shit. I was just feeling emotional. Um, so I thought I'll, uh, I'll be honest. That was the last time I cried. And I think an I won't call that yet, but I think he might've said another one as well. So I might ask that on the next podcast to try get, um, to, to be a bit more honest. Cause it is fucking... It is hard to say shit. It is hard. Um, but that's pretty much all. I'm actually quite impressed. I've spoken for about 40 minutes in a row just talking. Um, I think I'm going to try to get one out. So I'm going to drop this right now pretty much. Um, I'm going to drop one. Then I'm going to try to get them back to weekly. But I'm going to be... For the next six weeks... Or next seven... Starting from next week... I'm going to try it. I'm going to make a list of everyone who I've spoken to to get on. And I'm going to try to smash them out during the week. Um, and I'm going to bank up like maybe 10 or so episodes. And then I might take a bit of a break or something. Or I'll see what I do, see how I'm feeling. Um, but so any feedback, any comments or anything from the pod that you've had from the podcast, message me, message the Instagram on the pod, anything. Um, if you want to come on the pod, any feedback, anything you like about the pod, anything you don't like about the pod, because look, right now doing a solo pod, speaking nonsense for 40 minutes, it's hard to know whether this was any good or anything like that. So um, let me know what you did like of it, what you didn't like out of it. Um, but thank you very much all for listening. If you've stayed to the end, um, I hope you have a great day. Bye.